radio for the Sunshine State. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years experience with classic, vintage, sport, and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, Call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340. Hey, listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends, at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Can we get? I ask you a question, you hear me? Well, the worst storm we ever had was back in 35. Wind whipped up a big wave and sent it busting right over Matacumba Key. 800 people were washed out to sea. How far away was that from here? Mm-hmm. A few miles. we get prohibition back. Uh-huh. This time we make it stick. Yeah. Bet you two, three years, prohibition comes back. Absolutely, yeah. The trouble was, see, before, I mean, too many guys wanted to be top dog. That was the trouble, yeah. One mob gets to massacring another. Papers play it up big, big, see? So what happened, so what? 
Actually, the papers play it up big, and the public, they get the idea that prohibition's no good. But if they can get rid of it, prohibition, I mean. I don't believe it. 800 guys getting washed out to sea. You're a liar! Nobody lived here after a thing like that happened. Were they, Curly? I remember reading about it in the papers at the time. A relief train was dispatched from Miami. The barometer was down to about 26 inches. That train called it engineer backed his string of empty coaches into the danger zone the hurricane heat. Knocked those coaches right off the track. Two hundred miles an hour, that wind A tidal wave, twelve feet high, went right across the key. Whole towns were wiped out. Miles and miles of track were ripped up and washed away. Nothing was left. More than 500 bodies were recovered at the store. And for months afterwards, corpses were found in the mangrove swamps. Hey, everybody, this is Mark Farner, the founding member of Grand Funk Railroad, and I'm listening to nostalgic radio in cars where they'll knock you alive. And now. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Fortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we survived the storm. A little more than I can say for the radio station. How are you doing, <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about you? Now, ordinarily, I, I, I was. was I had a, my joke was going to be that lightning never strikes the same place twice. Unless you're WT again. <laughs> now, I would like to say hi to Tommy, but unfortunately, Tommy's bike's not working right now. So he's just going to wave at us. He's waving. Say hi, Tommy. Anyway. Yeah, Mother Nature's been a little cruel to us here. And uh, but Go ahead, Bobby. Steve Zagany is here. Steve Zagany no saved the day. Yeah, big shout out to Steve Zagany. Anyway. But yeah, that was a good thing. So uh, anyway, yeah, the storm's on its way up the other side. And uh, I played that little clip. Key Largo. And, uh, you know, you don't really know. I mean, we had uh, Irma come up here and kind of knock on our door for a while. Was mm-hmm. it two years ago? 2017. 2017, yeah. It caused a lot of havoc over here. You know? and it, and I can only imagine what those poor people had to deal with over there in the, in the Bahamas. Because mm-hmm. when that sat there for what, a good 12 hours? Yeah. And just yeah. pounded the living daylights out of as a cat five. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I know the talk around town is, you know, hurricanes in Florida. You know, just like uh, in that little clip you heard, uh, Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And he says, uh, no, this can't be possible. People want me living here. They move. Well, you know, you kind of wonder about that. You know, just like, where's the Cape Hatteras, which is up off yeah. North Carolina? Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of sticks out there. And it's just amazing how they rebuild. You look at people in the Mississippi Basin. It floods out. They move back. Look at my, uh, where I'm from, California. <laughs> we got earthquakes. What do Slides they do? Down, they rebuild. They go back up. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. So... I mean, is there any place that's really safe? I mean, you know, clear water here. we got a beautiful coastline, beautiful beaches, yeah. and it's hard yeah. to pass that up. So people are willing to uh, risk it. Risk it, yeah. Because if you think about it, I guess we're it's animal instinct. I guess. 
bird's nest falls out, they build it back up again. Ours just happen to be sometimes two stories and made out of concrete and or sticks. <laughs> or sticks. <laughs> and uh, and it takes yeah. a little more than a gust of wind to knock them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we're thankful and uh, our hearts go out to those in the islands and mm-hmm. anybody else that's going to be in the path of this hurricane. Although I think they downgraded uh, it. two a, now. To two now? So, having said that, what was it? We were just listening to the news. We are talking about, uh, what was it, up in Jacksonville? It's heading that direction. They're talking about all the fish that are swimming up into the rivers that ordinarily wouldn't ordinarily be there. You know, uh, I had to laugh because... Hopefully just fish. Yeah, hopefully just fish. I had to laugh because, uh, you know, I always have to pick a clip out. I was trying to find something that would be appropriate. Now, I may have played this once before, and um, but but nevertheless, you know, you try to find something. And I was looking at some of the movies because I typed in uh, hurricane movies, disaster movies, strong wind movies, you know, ocean movies. Like, and one that came up was Sharknado. Sharknado. Sharknado, that's it. Now, that is just really, really, like, yeah. you talk about. A, a, We're trying to be as nice. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, you know, so the running joke was we thought, well, if this thing comes up through South Florida, you know, it's just going to grab all the gators and crocodiles. Gator, and, 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 yeah, gator near and and the pythons and everything else and just kind of like scatter them all across the uh, state of Florida. So they will be displaced and uh, uh, gator know, in every pot <laughs> and gator in every pot. Yeah. But now if you're a Seminole fan, that's probably the way we look at it anyway. It should be gator in every pot, right? <laughs> Let's cook the gators. Go Knowles. Anyway, uh, Bobby, why don't you give a little shout out to our friends there at FLACarshows.com. That's exactly right. That is the place to go. No matter where you are in Florida, in spite of the hurricane, in spite of a hurricane, there's still shows, rain or shine. Going on during the hurricane, but anyway, you know, once you're once you're all cleaned up and yards trimmed up and uh, debris picked up, get back in your classic. Go to flacarshows.com. Look up east to the coast, west coast, no coast, no coast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Central Florida, Central Florida, right. Panhandle, and everywhere else. Flacarshows.com is Absolutely. Now, what do we got coming up here in the next couple weeks? We got uh, at the end of the month. We got uh, the Water Super Break Race. Excuse me. Uh, the uh, <coughs> you sorry, say it right. the uh, Hooters. Uh, Hooters Clearwater um, Offshore National. Offshore National. Hooters Clearwater Offshore National. I think this is going to be For the first time in my life. I might have seen. Double check it. Just double check it. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I notoriously see. But I'm the show host. I can get away with it. <laughs> 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 And then my co-producer. That's why I get the he he court he. Um, what did we do this past weekend? Well, there wasn't a lot you could do because, uh, you know, everybody was a little bit concerned about which direction the storm was going. So this Saturday or past Sunday was. The, uh, but you might have had a good Labor Day. You might have had a good Labor Day. Yeah, um, was the uh, swap meet up in Sumter County, but we did something different. We flew over to the other side of Tampa to the uh, first. I guess we called. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the, go ahead, say. It. Ah, yes, it's their very first Tampa Bay area uh, musician swap. Musician swap. Yeah, we had a pretty good time over there. There's quite a few people over there that we, uh, we've seen in some of the other swap meets, like when we go to Cars and Guitars of the Running Girls there, Renegers, yeah. which is the second Sunday of every month, but this is next week. Uh, so this is uh, Big Top Flea Market. Avenue. Yes. Uh, that's where it is, first Sunday. Uh, every month. Every month, uh, Tampa Bay area musician swap meet. I believe it's bay music that, but that uh, definitely just get Google it. 
and you will uh, find it. Yep. And if you're into music, if you're into guitars, if you're into records, hey, everything. You can throw all kinds of accessories and stuff like that, even drums. And uh, you know me, I'm a parts junkie, so that's why I want a guitar, 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 spare box bin. No, rummaging through there. But at any rate, uh, yeah. So they had swapped me, and uh, they're on Facebook. Oh yeah, they're, they're on Facebook. And then uh, of course, I think I'm not sure if Reeves has their cars and coffee. Tampa Bay Music Swap. Dot. That's it. Okay, so this coming week is Reeves yes, Import Motor Cars yes. Swap. Me. No. Oh, <laughs> well, well, swap me is the cars and coffee. That's, that's, that's I good. mean, swap, swap donuts. Yeah, swap donuts. <laughs> we swap donuts. And beignets. beignets. Yes. Well, anyway, on that note, uh, that's going to have some highlights. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We got uh, some special guests coming on this evening. Of, uh, they're actually alumni because I've got some events that they've got coming up here in the next, uh, within the next couple of weeks and within the next uh, two months. There's some cool stuff coming up. Of course, we'll bring you those events uh, and tell you about those. And I think what we're going to do right now, Tommy, if you can get that old record player. Uh, well, right. we had to bring the reel to reel out. This week. We had to bring the reel to reel out. Okay. Yes, yes. High tech stuff. The high tech stuff. Um, we brought that out. Just, and the cart machine. And the, the cart de- machine. De- devil. Oh, oh, oh. So here's a little, uh, here's a little, uh, the doors, Riders on the Storm. Hey, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and, uh, fortunately, we, uh, weren't Riders on the Storm. Hey, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone And actor out alone Riders on the storm There's a killer on the road his brain is squirming like a toad. Take a long holiday. Let your children play. If you give this man a ride, sweet family will die. Killer on the road. Yeah. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than flacarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, flacarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at flacarshows.com. Okay, we're back. You tune into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our first guest for the evening. This gentleman has been on our show before. He's the chairman and founder of the Cobble Beach Concourse d'Elegance in Canada. I'm delighted to welcome back to the show Rob McLeese. Rob, how you doing, buddy? Robert, thank you very much. How are you? Are you guys still floating? Uh, we didn't get that far. 
Um, we got a lot of rain, I will say that. But, uh, you know, oddly enough, not as, not not anything unusual. We actually survived very well. Good, because I have two judges in Florida, and one of them got washed out a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Was he uh, from the West Coast, by any chance? Okay, yeah, they got the they got the initial brunt of it, and then we got uh, we got nailed afterwards because it came around the Cape there. You want to call it a Cape? Uh, came around the bottom part of Florida, and got the West Coast well, pretty good. He phoned me up at one point. And he told me, you know, I bought inland property several years ago. I never knew it was going to be waterfront property. <laughs> yeah, when we get a tidal surge, uh, it can go four, five, six, as much as seven feet. Yeah. So. He was boating around his property. So, anyway, I hope you guys are okay this time. <laughs> We're good. So, uh, tell us about what you got going on. For all our listeners, tell us where you're at exactly. And, okay. uh, and when I look at the – I've got your website up here. And that's just a beautiful area up there. Yeah, we're very lucky. It's, it's a gorgeous area. Uh, we're two and a half hours from the center of Toronto, north of Toronto, on Georgian Bay, which is part of Lake Huron, which is part of the Great Lakes. And from Pearson, Toronto's Pearson Airport, we are two hours and 15 minutes from the airport north. So it's a nice drive. Uh, we get a lot of people coming from Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Quebec. Uh, it, it's just a fun exercise. Our, our concourse starts on Friday night, Friday the 13th. I wish I didn't have to say that. But uh, most of the activities are on Saturday, 14th, and Sunday. The concourse itself is held Sunday. We have load-in starting at 5.30 in the morning on Sunday. This year we'll have 115 cars. Uh, we try and keep our numbers a little bit lower because we find that people enjoy them so much but they get a big headache if we have too many cars and they can't really enjoy them all. So our oldest car this year is a 1903 Cadillac. First year of the production of Cadillac. And I'm really pleased that's coming from the GM Heritage Center collection just outside of Detroit, Sterling Heights, Michigan. We have a number of, of firsts that are coming this year. We have the first year of the Thunderbird. We have a class called the Baby Birds. Uh, we have the first year of the Corvette. We have one of the first 300 Corvettes were built. And we also have the first, one of the first 1965 Shelby GT350. There were a total of 562 made, and there were 516 of those in the street. Those were made purely for racing. So we've got a lot of different vehicles for everybody's taste. Right up to Porsche supercars, we have exotic cars. Porsche is our presenting sponsor. Cobble Beach Concours d'Elegance. No, you heard it right, Cobble Beach. Our stones are bigger than those guys on that west coast. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that. Very good. Very good. Okay. Touche. Well, you know what? We're in the Great Lake. Yeah. You've got to have great stones. That's true. So ours are common. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going into our seventh year. We've been fortunate enough to make $440,000 for our charities. I mean, it doesn't hold a candle to our West Coast cousins. Uh, this year, I have to say, I was very impressed. I was at that show again as media on behalf of the National Association of Automobile Clubs in Canada, otherwise known as the NAACC. And Sandra Button, chair of Pebble Beach, 
managed to present a check for a little over $2 million to their charities. I have to tell you, that's very impressive. So our 440000 mind you, we've only been operating for six years to generate that. They've been operating, this was their 69th year. It's still, it's pretty cool. So to give you a little bit of an idea, some of the other cars that are going to be a cobble this year, we have a car coming from Savannah, Georgia. I really hope it doesn't get hammered too hard. The 1938 Mercedes-Benz 540K, probably about the peak of the luxury market at that time. And it's just completed a fresh restoration. I'm really excited to see this car. So this will be one of its first times out to be shown to the public. We have a 1917 local mobile. How many people have even heard of a local mobile, let alone know what it really is? And it was a precursor to the Phaeton of the Packards, the Pierce Arrows that came along later in the 20s and 30s. This 1917 locomobile was hand restored by the gentleman bringing it here. He's from Naples, New York. It's just a gorgeous vehicle. It's kind of a, a pinky color. It's an unusual color for a car, but it was that was the car, the color that it was originally delivered in. And I'm really excited about seeing that car. There's also a car called a 1903 Columbus Electric. This, you're right, you heard me correctly. This was an electric car, 1903. There were only three of them produced. There is only one one of them left in Canada. So that's going to be fun. We have the, the Tomaso Pantera, early 70s, going to be here. We have a 1935 Railton, which is a very rare British car. It's a has very sleek to it. It's a very sexy vehicle. Uh, just for those of you who probably have not heard, we have a, an astronaut who's coming to Cobble Beach for this year's concert. He's bringing the car that he used to drive to NASA every day down in Houston. He's a Canadian. He ran. He was the commander of the space station, the International Space Station, uh, for a long period of time. His name is Chris Hadfield. He's bringing baby birds, a class of baby birds, T-birds. So I'm excited about that. Talking a lot, Robert, if you want to ask me questions or you want me to No, you're doing very good. Um, what I was going to ask you is the, the locomobile. You said it was 1917 that's coming? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I just pulled it up on the Internet, and that is a stunning car. Apparently that car was at Amelia Island one year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. John McAlpin, who's the owner and the restorer of that car, and I saw it at Hershey, Pennsylvania this year. I also saw it last fall at Hilton Head. And I judge it a number of different concours. And I said to John, if you would consider bringing it to Pobble Beach, we would be very honored. And he was kind enough that he is bringing it to Pobble Beach. So I'm thrilled. Interesting. You know, you mentioned the astronaut, you know, back in the day in the 60s, you know, all, the poor, uh, all the astronauts received Corvettes. So I don't know when they stopped that, but your your uh, your friend is bringing a, a Thunderbird. So a five, six, or seven Thunderbird, please bring him. Fifty-five. 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 Yep. Okay. And it's very interesting. You're right. Chris was six was nine years old when Apollo eleven. But Apollo eleven, which one landed on the moon? Apollo thirteen or eleven? Yeah. Anyway, so Chris was nine years old. That was sixty. Yes. 69. So mm -hmm. when 
Chris was on the he was commander of the space station. I think it was early nineties, early to mid nineties, mm-hmm. which probably probably maybe be the late nineties, early two thousand. Anyway, it's kind of fun to think that he knew the story of the Corvette, and he's a he's one of four boys in that family. His mom is great because his mom and his dad bring a car to Cobble Beach each year, usually a Rolls Royce or an early brass car. They're all old cars. They're at least at least 70 years old, each one. And this family is, has been so into antique and vintage vehicles that they have they focused their lives on it. It's cool. Each one of their four boys is, is a pilot. And as the mom likes to say, and one of them tends to fly higher than the others. <laughs> I thought was a pretty good one. Just a I'm going to switch for a second and tell you that a couple other things. We have the uh, General Motors Motorama uh, Trifecta from 1953, New York Auto Show, which consists of the 1953 Olds Fiesta, the 1953 Buick Skylark, the 1953 Cadillac Eldorado. And this is really fun to have them all in one place because they're a very special car. Most people have seen the 53 Buick Skylark, probably the Eldorado, but not many people have seen the old Fiesta because it was very rare. It didn't have the same market acceptance as the other two cars. So to have them all together is going to be quite special. That's a private collector who's bringing that to the show. We also have that 53 Corvette, which also happens to be in that show. So that's going to be fun. And then we have one class of Corvair concept cars. Those of us who remember Ralph Nader, who (laughs) basically sunk that car, one of the cars in particular I'm very excited about because that car, it is, if you look at it today, if you look at it quickly, you know the Corvette new C8, Mm -hmm. you'll be really impressed because you're going to go, wait a second, that's a precursor to the C8. And And it absolutely is. It's a car that very very few people, it's called the Corvair Monza GT. If you look that up on the internet, this is 1962, mid-engine, it basically, you can see the line. That's pretty cool. So, unfortunately in Canada, we're not as lucky as you guys in the U.S., so we have not got C8s in Canada yet, but we will shortly. And so I wanted this car to come because the T8 having just been released in the middle of July is a very special, the new, new Corvette is a very special car. So anyway, that's, that's kind of fun. You know, it's interesting because there was a car, uh, I collected die-cast cars when I was a kid, and Tecno, which was, I think, a Danish company, Denmark, they actually made a die-cast model of that. It had a little red lever in the front where you could open and close the headlights. On that uh, oh, yeah. Corvair Monza GT, I don't know if that, and then it hit in the back hatch, I think, opened on that thing, and so did the front hatch. So, pretty cool little car. Um, you talk about Corvairs. I don't know if you remember the TV show, The uh, Man from Uncle and The Girl from Uncle. Yeah. George Barris did a, a concept car. Well, I guess it was used a few times on the TV show, but it was kind of a look very similar to this. And uh, it was actually a model, but uh, or it was a, it was it was a functional car. But they actually made a model of it too. And uh, I have yet to see that car on anybody's lawn yet. So if you happen to see that thing floating around, it was um, 
the car was featured on a TV show, and it was based on a Corvair as well. Hang on a minute. You're breaking up here a minute, so we're... Rob, hang on a second. We might have to call you right back because the, the line's breaking up here a second. We did get hit by lightning, so just so everybody knows, if there is any technical difficulties... It's not it, the hurricane. It is the lightning. It is the lightning, yeah. The hurricane didn't really do anything to us, but it did affect our equipment here, so we're kind of uh, improvising here. Yes, and, uh, yes. So we had... Because uh, we are in the lightning capital of the world. Did they say that? Is that we're, true? Yes. Okay. And we're trying to... Trying to do radio in the lightning capital of the world, so, you know. Well, we have this giant 200-some-odd-foot tower outside, which really kind of attracts... Well, it's kind of like the Tampa Bay lightning slug. Go Bolts. (laughs) Go Bolts. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so in case you just tuned in, we're just talking to uh, Rob McLeese. He's the founder and chairperson of the... uh, um, Cobble Beach. Cobble Beach Concourse d'Elegance up in Canada. And it uh, looks like we have a little technical difficulties, so... We are on uh, YouTube Live. Yes, we're on YouTube Facebook Live. live. Mm-hmm. Uh, please be sure to go share, subscribe to uh, our channel. You can also watch NostalgicRadioInCars.com. You can go there and you can listen live on TuneIn and on the YouTube. Uh, so there's plenty of ways to uh, see the show, or see the show, hear the show, interact with the show... You can send us a comment. We'll uh, try to give you a thumbs up on uh, on there. Um, and then, you know, don't forget our six stations here in Tampa Bay. That's right. We are out there. Actually, what I wanted to do, too, while we're taking a minute here and Tommy's trying to uh, get our guests back on the phone, I'm going to give a big shout-out to a gentleman by the name of James. Shame on me. I don't remember the name of his company. But at any rate, uh, we recently put a... Uh, a big banner on the back of our, what do we call it? Uh, we'll call it a wrap. A window, yeah, a, a, a back window wrap. A back window wrap. And uh, so this gentleman called up today, and he's our first, uh, you won a prize. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> for calling us off our little window van thingy. Anyway, uh, we got Rob back on the air. Rob, sorry about that. Uh, so I, uh, the last thing I remember was I was saying something about the uh, girl from Uncle Corvair, and then we lost him. So go ahead and pick up from there. Okay. So I would love to find that car or those cars. A friend of ours, it turns out, a lady I work with, I dated her husband, the Corvair collector. Really? And he's called Corvair Joe, and he has 20 quite rare Corvairs, including the side, remember the side band? Yes. Where the side would actually go down. A Greenbrier, they were Uh, called. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's very rare. You don't see them very often has one of those and I just thought a small world so anybody who's interested in learning more about Bubble Beach don't forget don't forget to look at Bubble Beach Concour C-O-N-C-O-U-R that'll give you more information about what's going on Porsche Canada is our presenting sponsor and they're unveiling the 992 but we're a little bit behind up here and so we're going to get to see the to, won't get to see the Taycan yet, unfortunately. But uh, Porsche, we're having fun because we're going to have a Porsche supercar class. And we also have a class of classic Porsches, so pre-'75, 
horses, including a 914, 03356s, and several specially restored 911. Pretty excited about that because I happen to be a 911 one more time go ahead and get out all the information so our listeners can follow up on uh, and follow you so for more information you go to cobblebeachcontour.com that's cobblebeach or bigger that get to see bits bits and pieces don't be too disappointed if it doesn't come out 
super well, but I think our operator of the uh, iPad is she's very good. Probably get to be a fair shot of doing that. The awards will be live streamed starting at about about two o'clock, two fifteen on Sunday, September fifteenth. That's Eastern time. Our time zone is Florida. Very good. Well, Rob, I want to thank you very much for hanging out with us here and tell us a little bit about and giving us some updates on the Pebble Beach for selling months. Thank you very much, Robert. Nice talking to you. All right. Take care. And uh, as we say in the Porsche world, keep the faith. Have a great day. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you very much. Take good care. luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tommy, I think what we're going to do, since we're running a little over time here, why don't you go ahead and call our next guest real quick, and Bobby and I will chit-chat for a few minutes. Uh, well, I guess you could fire that song up while you're calling our guests. How uh, about a little REO Speedway? And again, so for our, uh, our, our new uh, fan of Gulfstream Motorsports, this goes out to you, Jim. It's not the doors, but REO Speedwagon is pretty good. Riding the storm out. Tune in to Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our next guest for the evening. And uh, this gentleman's been on our show before, too, as well. He is also the founder and the chairperson of his local concourse, the Cigar City Concourse, Delegance. Delighted to welcome back Vic Piano. Vic, how you doing? Robert, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Pretty good. Uh, how'd, you fare, how'd you fare the weather? Pretty good? <laughs> you're, up, you're up there in Odessa. Or in, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm in the northern part of Tampa, and I will tell you, that last week I was extremely concerned to the point where I had a tree service come in and take down seven giant dead oak trees. And then I asked them to cut them into bite-sized pieces and pile them up behind my garage. And I was in my office working. I go out, they had piled them up right by the garage door. So two of my cars are held prisoner at the Oh, we can't have that. Well, at least you got two months to get them out of the way because well, uh, the car, for the car for the concourse. Right, right. The concourse moved along really well. I was uh, at uh, Tampa Bay Town, where that's our new venue. Okay. I was there today going over everything. So uh, it's going to be significantly better than last year. Last year was a huge success in terms of the automobile that we had on. We had a total of 307 cars, 80 of which 
were concourse judge cars. We held two events last year. Concurrently, we did Concourse d'Elegance, and we also did what we called Cigars and Cars, which is uh, glorified cars and coffee. But uh, you still had to submit your vehicle. It had to meet certain criteria to be involved in the event. And this year, we're doing basically the same thing, although we've changed the name from Cigars and Cars to little bit, and we also added a class for survivors, because I know all the events that I go to, I see a lot of guys who are parking cars in the parking lot, because they don't feel that they're up to snuff to be in the show, so they're missing out a little bit, so what I thought was, you know, it might be nice to have some guys who don't have pristine, beautiful cars that sit in the trailer or even nice drivers. So I thought, let's open it up. We'll have a class for a survivor car. So maybe you've got your first car. Maybe you've got your mom's first car. Or your grandfather's first car. And it's, you know, been handed down to years family and whatnot. And some of them, I mean, I've seen some. I never saw, when I was a kid, a 60 Pontiac Bonneville bubble top. And I, a guy pulled it, but it looked brand new. So I said, gee, this, this is a great idea. So we're going to do that, and we've expanded the show. It's a two-day show this time. Sunday, November 10th, it's open to the public. Saturday, it's a setup day. All the car guys come in. We position all the people, all the vendors, all of the sponsors come in. And Saturday afternoon, all of the concourse cars and the sponsors and the judges, etc., for having a come in your car cocktail reception. So what that basically means is whatever decade your car is from, you need to come appropriately dressed. So if you've got a 1930s car, no violin case. Oh. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be a very, very cool event. We've got a ton of sponsors that have come back this year with us, and I'm looking forward to it. Last year was filled with fear and trepidation. This year, I've uh, I've got a much better handle on it, and I'm but we have not increased the price. It's still twenty four ninety five. We may round it up to twenty five dollars, and that would include Florida sales tax and free parking at the race. Like, like I said, I think it's going to be that the rain stays away. If we have weather like we had last year, it will be absolutely. You did. You actually had pretty good weather last year. We did. We did. I heard that the gentleman that was on the air before putting on the concourse in Canada, Canada mm-hmm. talking about the Corvair Monza GT. My uncle had one. He had, I think it was a 64 four hundred months the GT convertible four speed car, which was really cool. That was that was when they were still building the square one. It sounds like he's going to have a tremendous event. He's very much, very heavily involved with Porsche. I know you're a Porsche guy, and I have uh, a judge who 
and almost committed to I'm not going to give her a name again. She drives the <laughs> We kid ourselves with each other. We uh, call each other our Because okay. you know me, I have convertibles. I love convertibles. Speaking of convertibles, how's that XKE coming of yours? Uh, you know what? It's still underneath the tarp in the garage because I rolled my 53 Ford convertible into the garage. That's very first convertible I ever bought. I paid $125 for it in 1970. Oh. So, I've had the car, it, it, believe it or not, I almost hate to admit this, but it's been off the road for 22 years. So, the other day, after the tree guys left, and they left those two cars stuck in the garage, I thought, well, I have some room, I'll pull be out of the garage on the house, put it in the workshop garage, and uh, got the front clip just about off. Got another motor for it, another flathead. Again, I'm a flathead guy, but all the other cars are uh, hanging in there, and I've sold several. I sold the uh, 49 Lincoln Cosmopolitan to a collector Lucky for him, he owns a fortune. Me. He has every model of 49 Cosmopolitan that they built, except the convertible. And my car was extremely rare for several reasons. Number one, it was a completely rust-free convertible, which is the only one I've ever had that was totally rust-free. And it's an early production car with manual three-speed four-corner overdrive, which is one of the reasons I bought it to begin with. He questioned the authenticity of it. I said, go ahead, look it up. You'll see. Check with Ford. I did the same thing. So I, he sent me a picture of it the other day. He's got it completely disassembled, and they are do a really beautiful restoration on it. So I coerced him and said, well, when you're done, you have to bring it down to the Star City Concord Delegate. So we'll see if he does. Well, now, you know your Jaguar and the, uh, and the 53 Ford. I, I think both of those would qualify for Survivor. So what you should do is you should bring them out. No, seriously, hear me out here. And if nothing else, because they're really good examples, have them just on display, not to be judged, but just as an example. So people get an idea and a feel for what an original Survivor car is. Those of us that are into it, I, most of my stuff that I own is old. And it's, you know, I've had for a long time. So I'm into that. In fact, I'm going to throw my hat in right now because I would like to be the judge or one of the judges in the survivor class. Because that's about the we only can, class. You know what? What? Just tell me what your shirt size is. <laughs> <laughs> XL. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that would be my class because I'm a huge proponent. And I've, I've talked survivor class, originality, you know, like, you know, driver quality. That's just always been my bag. You know, I mean, don't, I, I appreciate the guy that has the, the wherewithal and the funds to, to restore a car, but you know, you and I have had this discussion before. A car's original one time, and just exactly right, and, exactly and, right. And and the people that truly appreciate original Survivor cars really appreciate Survivor cars. This is true, and you know, I mean, well, the '68 Jag, you know, mm -hmm. your listeners probably don't know, but my father bought that car brand new in 19. 
98. And by the luck of the draw, it's a Series 1.5, which is a rare jack. Mm-hmm. They built those in 67, 68, and they were expert only on and I'm not that much of an expert on Jaguars, but Ford and Lincoln's are my primary expertise. But I was actually the second person to drive that car on U.S. soil. I'll, I'll make this statement, but I'll deny it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first car I ever drove over 140 miles an hour. That's okay. That's good. We can accept that. I'm, I'm... Yes, yes, yeah, that's... But... It was on the Massachusetts Turnpike at 3 o'clock in the morning. My father was asleep. Oh, so he has no idea. <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> he had no idea. And I, he had he had an affinity for sports cars, too. He had, well, the first car he had that I loved, and I have one, 47 Ford convertible. Then he had a 49 Merc convertible. Then in the 60s, early 60s, he bought... 63 Triumph TR4, and in 66 he bought a TR4A with independent rear suspension, which has to be the nicest, most responsive sports car I have ever driven. I just recently sold my 08 Porsche Cayman S, and between me and you, I'd rather drive the Triumph. Oh, I'm, I'm there with you. I'd rather have an old sports car. Anyways, true driver's car. By the way, so are you going to have anything with motorcycles? Uh, we may have. Last year we had a couple of vintage motorcycles. There's a friend of mine who is an old cafe racer. He has a shop in Tampa, and he also builds flatheads. So he's a kindred spirit. We may have. I haven't decided to expand on the motorcycles as yet. This year the venue is a little bit smaller than last year. Like I said, last year we had 307 cars, and it was a lot to deal with. So this year, I'm going for quality rather than quantity. Okay. And we've got we've got some magnificent automobiles that have signed up for us in the concourse section. The others are coming in now at a fairly steady pace. So I'm watching the numbers. Super. Well, Dick, we're almost up against the clock, so we got uh, maybe 20 seconds left. Tell us what the feature car is. Is there a feature mark this year? Well, we were we were contemplating last year. We did Lincoln Zephyr and Continental, and this year we were contemplating Cadillac and LaSalle. Okay. But I have a bunch of caddies, but I've not been able to find an original LaSalle. I found several that have been street rotted, which I told you were, but. I'm still looking for some LaSalle. So if anybody out there is listening, we have an original LaSalle from 1927 up through 1940. I would love to hear from them. They can reach me at VicPiano at CigarCityConcourse.com. All right. And that's where, if anybody wants to follow you, they can do the same? They most certainly can. And we're on the Facebook feed. Where our, <laughs> website, our website is CigarCityConcourse.com. And again, as your gentleman said before, Concourse is spelled without an E on the end. Someone asked me why it's pronounced a French accent. I said, because if you say it in French, it's worth $100. If you say it in English, it's $20. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. On that note, Vic, I'm going to say thank you for coming. You on our got show. it, Robert. Thank you, and I will be talking to you. And uh, let's talk about your judging. Okay. Very good. All you right. got it. We'll All see right. you later. My Bye-bye. special friend and buddy from the Cigar City Concourse Delegance this year at where's it at, Bobby? Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs, right here in our back garden. Mm-hmm. That's Oldsmar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, in the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Getting Cars. Don't forget, you can find us here every Tuesday night for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports on the Tan Talk Radio Network, between 7 and 8 p.m. Did I say that right, Bobby? Yes, you did. All right, so go ahead and give out the social media. Right, check it. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, at Gulfstream Motorsports. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, if you need diminished value, total loss report, or appraisal, or if you just want to buy a car and talk about cars, Get a hold of us here at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to check out the website. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Let's see you guys at some of the car shows. Check it out.